This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, discipline toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show. Well, hey there, listeners. Welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. I am trying something new today and wanted to record a new podcast episode. Something was the message that we're going to talk about today was on my heart. And I've been feeling this big pull to hang out with you guys more live. So we are going to record a podcast episode today and do a little Instagram live so I can hopefully engage with some of you and answer some questions as I um, encourage your hearts today. So we are going to be talking today about seasons and how seasons come and go as parents and how to endure challenging seasons in our parenting walk. So hello, hello. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following along. Those of you who are watching live, thanks for being here. I am Wendy Snyder, host of the Fresh Start Family Show, positive parenting educator and family life coach. And I'm so excited that you're here with me today. So the reason why this has been on my heart lately, the idea of seasons and enduring tough seasons is because obviously we've all been enduring a really tough season during this world pandemic. Um, But whenever spring comes around, you guys, I get so excited. (laughs) I get so excited for spring. I swear I can like my my body just like perks up. Um, the birds just start to chirp louder in the morning. The um, the flowers start to bloom. The days start to get longer. Easter has always been one of my favorite holidays um, because it just represents so much new life. Um, you know, a new season of growth and replenishment, and um, just so much you know, more light and all that good stuff. So I love Easter. I love spring. And it got me to thinking about how winter, you know, is one of those seasons that can be really, really hard to endure. But as long as you always remember that spring is coming, unless, oh my goodness, you live in Alaska or something. (laughs) Which, by the way, I'm Alaska is so fascinating to me. We we had a bonfire member in Alaska um, for a few years actually, and I still keep in touch with her because she's the most amazing mama. Um, but it always fascinates me when there is no spring. <laughs> Alaska does have a spring, right? Those of you who live in Alaska who are listening, um, you guys do have you do have seasons, right? Anyhow, usually for ninety you know five percent of us, there is always a spring. There is always a summer. There is more light to come. There is um, refuge from the cold, dark, dreary season that winter brings for most of us. Um, and 
parenting is no different. So let's talk about this a little bit. So when you're in a tough season in your parenting walk, how can you stay focused on the light, focused on the future, and not get sucked down into this concept of like, oh my gosh, this is the worst. This is like, my kid is going to grow up to be an entitled brat. And every, you know, it's like, this is all going horribly wrong. My marriage is going to fall apart. And if I don't fix this, then you know, all these horrible things are going to happen. People are going to think I'm an awful mom. And really, you just have a strong-willed toddler that's also in a power season of life. Uh, We call power surge seasons of life are when kids are usually between the ages of two and six, let's say. And then it often also happens when they become tweens and teens. It's very, very normal for kids to push back more during those stages because it's developmentally appropriate, right? We want our kids learning how to be independent. We We want them learning how to trust their voice, use their voice. It's actually healthy if they're pushing on the boundaries. Our job is to stay firm, um, but it's, it is part of their job when they're growing up and developing um, to push those boundaries, to test things, to um, develop their voice and their independence and all these things. But, um, you know, when you do, for example, have a, a strong-willed toddler in a power surge stage of life, like I did 10 years ago with my amazing Stella Bella, you will, there will be times when you're like, oh my gosh, is this going to last forever? Is this going to be my life forever? And then that will send you down a spiral of negative scarcity thinking of like, oh my gosh, I need to fix this. What Something's wrong. Something's wrong with her. Something's wrong with me. I need to fix it. Like I said, all that stuff. People are judging me. This is never going to get better. And that will actually keep you stuck. So when I think back to that season that I was in, that dark, dreary, cold season, (laughs) when I first found the work of positive parenting, if you've never heard that story, make sure you listen to episode one of the Fresh Start Family Show. Terry and I talk all about that. You can really hear um, in my voice what what a tender and hard, but also sacred season that was for me as a mother. But when I think back to that season, I do remember having these thoughts. I do remember thinking, like, this is never going to get better. And, you know, what am I going to do? And that can just feel so hopeless. So thank God I got introduced to the work of positive parenting and enrolled in classes and life coaching classes. And that's when everything changed for me, right? Like, my eyes were so opened um, to doing things in a new way and seeing my daughter in a new light. And I always say when I tell about that story in that season that once I started learning positive parenting, attending classes on a regular basis, and applying the tools and using them in my life as a mom with with Stella, especially at the time I had a um, colicky baby too. Taryn cried all day long, and I was like, what is happening to my life? But... When I started to do that, the way I tell the story is it's like the light started coming through the windows again, and I could feel the warmth on my skin, and my heart just came back to life. Whereas before, I felt like I was getting buried alive (laughs) by parenting, and if you ran into me at the grocery store, you know, you'd be like, how you doing? And everything looked great. Like, I was in the best shape of my life. I was... I was able to leave my career in the action sports industry to stay at home with my babies full time. Like everything appeared great, but really inside, like I felt like my soul was rotting and I was just full of shame of like, what's wrong with me? I should be happier. I should have more control over my toddler. Like she shouldn't be melting down 50 times a day. And I should know how to like help my baby boy who literally cries all day, every day. And nobody can tell me why. (laughs) 
Um, so it was just, you know, it was just a hard season. But as soon as I started adjusting my mindset, adjusting my paradigm to be more accurate and truthful and hope-filled, um, that's when everything started to change. So seasons come and go, you guys. And it's just like feelings. Feelings come and go too, right? So here at Fresh Start Family, we're really, we love teaching families, parents first, because you can't teach your kids until you learn first how to identify and process the five basic feelings. So happy, mad, sad, hurt, and scared. Those feelings you will feel on a normal basis if you are a human being, which all of you are, right? Um, And they come and go. The only time they don't come and go is if you stuff them and try to ignore them. And then often what happens is when you stuff feelings or ignore emotions, act like they're not there, run from them, whatever it is, they will often come out in protection behaviors. So in our Bonfire membership program, we actually have a lesson all about what's called closed or protect protection behaviors, um, which, like I said, often will happen. Things like yelling, you know, snapping, grabbing wrists too tight, you know, um, giving people the silent treatment, shaming, name-calling, um, blaming, all these types of things are common protection behaviors, but they'll happen if you don't slow down and actually just feel a feeling. So just like a snowstorm comes and goes or a rainstorm comes and goes, that's what happens with feelings too. So I'll give you an example. So last night, um, we had the most incredible conversation with my daughter. My my son was um, at an event uh, with his buddies, like a, a church youth group thing. And Stella was with home with home with us, and it was such like a divine a situation, and it like makes me emotional thinking about it because this is what happens, you guys, when you really lean in and learn more about positive parenting and stock your toolkit full. A challenge turns into the most connecting, beautiful experience with your child. And it's no longer like, oh great, now we gotta now we gotta put our kid in place and make sure she knows she can't act like that. She's not gonna get away with that. Like mama don't play, right? Like it's not about that anymore. Like when we have a challenge with our kids, it often, most of the time, I'd say 99.9% of the time, I can't even think of a time when it hasn't, but um lately is it turns into the most connecting experience. So that's what happened last night. But we were sitting at the dinner table and we started to talk about her next indoor volleyball tournament. So she plays beach and indoor volleyball. She's turning into the most, she always has been, but she's the most incredible athlete these days. That's the cool thing about power kids, you guys. Power kids are often very competitive. And if you have a kinesthetic power kid, they are freaking so good at sports and they are a beast like competitive wise. So we're seeing that in her volleyball and she's just glowing. She's loving it. Um, But one thing, a behavior that she's had (laughs) throughout her life, she often wants more. And so last night, and and that can be, you know, difficult to navigate as a parent because it can seem like she's disappointed. Like, you know, I remember when she was little, I would take her to Disneyland and um, it would be like, you know, she'd be like four years old and we'd like go have this amazing day and we'd be leaving the park at like 945 and she'd be like, mom, no, I want to stay till it closes at midnight. And I'd be like, no, you're four. We're leaving now. You're going to fall asleep on the way home. And we're going to try to save the morning. Because at the time, I remember, like, if she missed, like, an hour of sleep, holy smokes. Like, (laughs) what's the end of the world? With my sweet Stella Bella, she's always been so sensitive, just like her mama. 
I'm the same way. If I lose sleep, whatever, you know, I'm out in the sun too long, drink an extra glass of wine, like my body is like, no. And then I turn into like the devil. Just kidding. But you know what I mean? She's always been that same sensitive person. But it's that's kind of like been a theme where she'll be like, no, I want more. This isn't good enough, right? And so we've had to navigate that as parents. And over the years, it's gotten we've gotten so much more clean with how we navigate it. But sometimes, you know, we still we still aren't perfect. So last night we started talking about this this tournament she has in Las Vegas coming up. Um, it's her our first travel tournament, and um, we're you know, gosh, holy smokes! If you've never done travel sports with your kids. Woo! It's it's a new price tag, right? Like we're like, holy smokes, <laughs> this is expensive, and um, and we're so excited to support her, right? So, anyways, we're going to Las Vegas. We booked a hotel room. You have to book the hotel room with the team. So we're staying at Mandalay Bay, which feels a little freaky still after what happened there. But I'm gonna take deep breaths and I'm gonna be brave and courageous to go there, anyways. Oh. Um, so we're going there and it's going to be amazing. We're going there to support her for her three-day tournament. And she started saying like, wait a second, we're not flying, we're driving. And I was like, yeah, no, like flying, it would, if with four of us, it would, it would cost a lot more. And it's, it's already like $500 just for the, um, the tournament fee to get you in. And you could tell she had like a tone of like disappointment and her tone got real low. And it was kind of like a similar behavior to what has triggered me in the past. And then she started talking about like, well, what about the hotel room? Is it like a big hotel room? And we were like, well, it's a Mandalay Bay hotel. It was pretty sick. And she's like, well, who am I going to sleep with? And I'm like, still, you sleep with me and daddy will sleep with Taryn. And she's like, oh, mom, you like, <laughs> you like put your legs everywhere. And I am a funny sleeper. Like I like to like snuggle up on people. Um, but anyways, it quickly turned into, I could tell I felt hurt. And so my tone changed and she started to get sensitive. I started to get like, she started to blame me for, um, like she was like, I just feel like I, I'm a disappointment to you. And we had, it started to go spiral downwards. And I realized the reason why I'm telling you this story is because I realized I was feeling hurt and I needed to go take care of myself. Um, which I ended up doing as we continued this conversation, it turned into like a probably an hour long conversation with her and Terry and I, and it turned out so beautiful. By the end of the conversation, we had processed so much emotions. We had taught her how to not engage with scarcity thinking, not to engage with the spirit of envy, like all these things, but also to still go for what you want because these kids, like they're so cool. They're so awesome in that capacity. Like they dream freaking big and I never want these kids to lose that, right? So like it was a very, delicate lesson that we had the honor to teach her about. Um, And we also got to weave in the idea that she's unconditionally loved. Like there is no disappointment happening. And there are behaviors that we, that don't feel good for her and that don't feel good for us. So that behavior of like um, having a tone of disappointment, this is not good enough. Everybody else is flying and we're the only ones driving, you know, comparison, that type of thing. So But the reason why I tell you that story is because that's just one example of the feeling of being hurt. When your kid is like, you know, you work so hard to make a dinner for them, and then they're like, ew, this is disgusting. Like, that's a feeling of hurt, mom and dads. And it's just a feeling. It'll pass. Like, in that moment, you're going to feel like someone stabbed you in the heart. And then, you know, you, like, deal with it. Hopefully, you, you have the tools to process the emotion. And then the next morning when you wake up, you're like over it, right? You're like, whatever, my kid's four. (laughs) 
I'm okay. Everything's okay. But in that moment, holy smokes, it feels crappy, right? Like that feeling of hurt. And the thing about the feelings, you guys, is they all have beautiful components on the other side, only when you allow yourself to feel them all the way through. So hurt, for example, really just it when you feel it all the way through and you don't run from it, you don't push it down, you don't have protection behaviors to cover it up or passively aggressively express it, but you'll realize that it it um, kind of puts on display that you have an open, tender heart. That's why you get your feelings hurt because you care, right? Like because because you have an open heart. People who don't have an open heart never will get hurt because they never put themselves out there. So it's kind of like when you go to fall in like if you trust someone, if you start dating someone, when you go to fall in love, if it doesn't work out, the reason why you have a broken heart is because you put yourself out there. You opened up your heart and your heart is tender. And that's a beautiful thing. We want our hearts to stay tender. We do not want our hearts to like get rock hard, you know? stiff or whatever. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly, about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning, you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being, air quotes, mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you could end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. Just want you guys to remember, that's how all feelings work. They come and go unless you don't have the ability to process them, okay? 
So make sure you get supported. That's what we do here at Fresh Start Family, especially within our Bonfire membership community, is we help parents learn how to identify emotions and process them in a healthy way. It's also what we do um, with my life coaching work. So by the way, we are going to have our first life coaching Really, it's going to be positive parenting and life coaching together. But our first official life coaching course with um, Fresh Start Family combined using your Infinite Life's curriculum for a course called Freedom to Be in October of 2021. It's going to be amazing, you guys. I'm pretty sure the dates are the 9th and the 16th. But this two-day, it'll be two Saturdays, this two-day Um, personal development, life coaching class will change your life. So just be on the lookout. I'm going to be sharing more about that um, as time goes on. As I get the registration page up and the information page, I will be sure to let you know. But you want to make sure you're stepping into something that teaches you how to identify and how to process emotions. Otherwise, you will never learn, right? So in in that weekend course, you'll also do a lot of healing. A lot of us have healing that needs to take place, but we never get the help to actually heal some of the traumas that we've had in our past. And remember, traumas don't have to be like, you know, you were physically or sexually abused when you were young, or you were in a car accident, or you lost your parents when went to a plane crash. Like, that's traumatic, yes. But trauma also can be like the things you never had. If you never had unconditional love in your home, if you never had a true sense of safety where you were like, scared to death every time you made a mistake that you were going to, you know, get hit with a belt or that someone was going to like shame you or whatever it may be. So trauma comes in lots of different ways, you guys. But what I find is so many parents, um, you know, there is healing that needs to be done. It's kind of like peeling back the layers of the onion, so to speak, because inside of that, the core of that onion, onions a bad, let's use an artichoke, a artichoke inside of that artichoke is like your true beautiful, magnificent, magnificent self. And the rest of the, like the layers on the outside have just been things that you've developed that maybe protected you when you were young, but now as an adult are not serving you. So, you know, in those life coaching weekend courses, we really go through some exercises that helps you kind of peel back those layers so you can just identify and like liberate your true self, if that makes sense. And then you end up operating as a parent, as a wife, as a husband, um, as a coworker, like whatever it may be, as a child of God, in a very pure way that isn't like having protection or closed behaviors all day long. So back to feelings, back to seasons of parenting life that are uncomfortable, that are in air quotes hard. I actually don't like to use the word hard anymore. Whenever I catch myself saying the word hard, I quickly correct it to it's uncomfortable, it's new, but feelings of hurt, scared, sad, and mad can feel like that, right? Just like a really intense snowstorm. So yes, as spring is coming, let's just remember seasons will change. You know, um, spring is here at the time of this recording. It's we're soon to be um, to Easter. And just just remember, there's there's always a fresh start. There is, whether it's this afternoon, tomorrow, whatever it may be, but the flowers will bloom. The grass will grow. The light will rise the next morning. You have to have faith in that, you guys. I remember back when I was first starting this work and I would come into class and I would just be like, you know, my, my dear friend, 
my teacher at the time, her name's Susie Walton. She's who I trained under for a decade to become a teacher. Um, she would say to me, you know, um, I would come into the classroom and I'd be like, Susie, gosh, I love all this stuff that I'm learning, but you don't understand how gnarly it is in our house. And here's all the ways that why I think it's never going to work on my strong-willed daughter because she's nuts and she's like a level 15 when I think this stuff might work well for like the level four kids. And she would just hug me and look me in the eyes and say, Wendy, you have to trust in the humanity of your child. She's going to grow up to be an incredible kid. And this, this even brings back other memories. This is why I love doing this for parents because there's people that did it for me, right? To remind me, like it's such bullshit that you have to worry about your child in the future. Your child's amazing. But at that same preschool where Stella went, where I met Susie and got exposed to positive parenting, the director at the time, my God, she was so, like, so inspirational and life-changing for me to get to know her name was Sandy. Oh, I love her so much. I swore that I was going to like reach out and try to have her on the show. I still will because I love her that much. But Stella had a hard time in preschool. You know, she would get in trouble a lot. She would, she was so kinesthetic. She would push kids. She would, um, you know, had trouble developing her self-control when she was little to wait her turn or not talk out loud or whatever it may be. And Sandy would look at me and she'd say, Wendy, Stella, she, I, I, I probably would say something to Sandy, like, I'm just worried that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Sandy would just look at me and be like, Wendy, she's not only just going to be okay. She'd be like, that kid, that kid is something special. That kid, oh, like, again, it like brings in so much emotion for me because it was so meaningful. She'd be like, that kid, she is going to be something like very unique and special. You do not need to worry about her. You need to mentor her. You need to guide her. But stop thinking that there's something wrong with her. There's nothing wrong with her. She's like supernatural. <laughs> like whatever she said was something along those lines. And it's like those, that's the message um, that I want you guys to hear. Trust in the humanity of your child. Trust that seasons come and go, you guys. Okay, the snowstorms will pass. I promise you. You know, another way to think about this is... Um, in, in our work here at Fresh Start Family, we always encourage families to have a vision and a goal of where they're going. So at the time of this recording, this month in our Bonfire Membership Program, our lesson is all around long-term visioning and long-term results. Can't wait to teach this lesson because it's going to be so, so life-changing for our members. Um, but you, you always want to be focused on the future and where you're going. So a great way to think about this is if you're like one day, so I live in California, and if you're like one day, you're like, you know what, I want to go to New York City. Like, it's been my dream that when Stella turns 16, I think that'll be around my 45th birthday, maybe? I don't know. I think so. Yes. So her turning 16, me turning 45, I want to go to New York City. I want to see the Rockettes. I want to be in the city, in the snow, in the winter, like all these things. It's like my dream. But say say the time comes and we're like, cool, we're going to drive to New York City. <laughs> Stella would want to fly. <laughs> we know that, right? Okay. Anyways, we're driving to New York City and all of a sudden we're like, oh my gosh, Las Vegas. Like, let's pull off and go to Las Vegas for a little bit. And all of a sudden, we're in Las Vegas, we're like spending lots of money, we're having fun, but we're like spending lots of money, we're staying up late. After like three days, we wake up and we're exhausted because we've stayed up all night. 
We've spent like, we've blown like thousands of dollars on the roulette table and it was fun, but we realized like, oh my gosh, actually I don't, my body doesn't feel good because I haven't been feeding it, you know, you know, good and getting enough rest and drinking enough water. And like, why are we here? What are we doing here? I thought we wanted to go to New York. It doesn't mean that the dream of going to New York is stupid or BS or like, what were you thinking? Thinking you could go to New York. No, you just got off track. It's like a bullseye, right? If you're shooting arrows, like you're always going for the bullseye, but sometimes you're going to shoot off to the side. So that's kind of the same thing with um, like if you're driving to New York. So instead of like beating yourself up and being like, what's wrong with us, blah, blah, blah. We, we have we better just turn around and go home, like give up this dream of going to New York. No, you get back on the freeway and you're like, okay, cool. Let's keep driving. Let's redo the GPS. Vegas, thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> and then you get back on that freeway and you make it to New York, okay? So it's the same thing with your family, you guys, and with your kids. So when you're in a tough season, your kid's having a lot of misbehavior. They're hitting, kicking, biting. They won't do their homework. They're getting in trouble with the teacher, whatever it may be. Um, you have to have the long-term vision of this is who I believe my child is. This is who I know they're going to grow up to be. This is who I am committed to mentoring them to become. Not because I'm going to make them become that, because that's who God designed them to be. God designed them to be loving and kind and gentle and nurturing and a great listener and all these things. Like We don't have to make our kids become that, like they're already on their own journey to become that. We have the honor of mentoring and supporting them as they go along the way, okay? So so yes, you have the ability to get back on that freeway, keep going, but you have to have your goal in sight. If you're constantly scared that your kid's gonna become an entitled brat or your child's you know, never gonna stop hitting unless you do X, Y, and Z to scare the crap out of them or... <laughs> Take away his Nintendo Switch for the next two years. Like, if you focus on that, there's a good chance that is where you will stay. And again, I'm full of analogies today, but if you've ever driven in, like, not great weather, I grew up in on the East Coast of the United States in Maryland where we had snowstorms, we had rain, we had ice, and they always taught you that when you are driving, and this is the same for any time you're driving, but when you're driving, you don't want to focus on what you don't want to hit. You want to focus, like if you were sliding on ice or something or in a snowstorm, you want to be focusing on where you want the car to go. That's the best way to get there. Um, Because if if you're like focused on like the the telephone pole that you don't want to hit, you know, they they sit, they, I don't know who they is, (laughs) but I remember learning this in driver's ed you will be more likely to hit the telephone pole if you focus on it. Kind of the same thing if you're driving on the freeway. You don't want to stare at the bumper in front of you because you don't want to hit it. You want to actually look forward and be like, yeah, I want to drive with a healthy distance between me and the cars around me. And I trust the greater process that we're all going to like flow together on this freeway and we're not going to hit one another. Does that make sense? So focus on your long-term vision and your long-term goal, and then trust that the hard seasons will come and go. Winter will pass. The snowstorm will stop. The ice will melt. Okay, I'm going to give you guys a few more examples of this for from like my real-life situations, and then, then we'll wrap up this, this episode. This has been so much fun. I love this. Um, okay, so here's some examples. So a few weeks ago, I was at 
an indoor volleyball tournament with my daughter. It was so fun. I got to be one of the two parents that was allowed in. Since it's COVID, they're very strict on who's allowed to watch or not. Um, and I got to be in there. So I was filming and I was streaming live for all the parents who didn't get to, get to be there. And I got to witness my daughter playing indoor. She's been playing beach, gosh, since she was she, she was really little. But now she plays indoor too. And indoor is like just a different beast. It's very competitive. It's very fun to watch. And she's wanted me to watch her for so long. And I just got so emotional watching her because I did an Instagram post on this. Um, I will make sure we link it in the show notes page of this episode. But um, I just remember like when she was little being so scared that she would never be able to keep her hands to herself, that she would never listen, that she would grow up to be this out of control kid. I remember being so scared that she had ADD, ADHD, ODD, like sensory processing, like something. I just kept, I remember just thinking like something's wrong with her. Something's wrong with her. Like just the fear was so thick of like all the things that was going to happen and she was going to grow up to become. And even now I still have to kind of like work hard during our conversation last night around, um, you know, the like always wanting more. Like I realize that I still have some of that that I'm working through of just fearing. Like that's because I'm human, guys. Remember, nobody has ever arrived. I'm always working through stuff. So are so will you. And that's okay. That means you're a normal, healthy human. But um, thinking back to that that season, I was just so scared. And so then fast forward 10 years and I'm watching her on this volleyball court and she's like, she's a star athlete. She's killing it. She's making so many scores. The, co- the coach will like look at her and correct her. And she's like, yes, I got it. Thank you. She takes correction well. She's a great team player. She encourages her other, her volleyball players. Like when somebody makes a mistake, she's right up on them. Like, it's okay. Try again. You got this. Um, so just all the things that I never needed to worry about. Like, yes. Implementing and using positive parenting in her home for the last 10 years is one of the reasons why she's able to shine as her true self. But just sitting there watching her thinking like, I just remember, like I did, I never needed to worry. I just needed to fill up my toolkit and know that I could support her in learning the life skills that she needed to learn and that she would learn the life skill of being a good teammate. Like how many of you have kids that are so freaking competitive that you can't even play a board game with them. Like that's how Stella was when she was little. You could not play a board game because it would result in a massive meltdown. And she was just like, oh, like you were just like, dude, what the heck is wrong with you, child? Like it's Monopoly, like it's right. But now she's able to lose. Like they lost like four matches out of 12 or something. They play for hours. These, these young athletes are amazing. But she lost really eloquently. Like she was like, it's cool. We'll get up. We'll try again tomorrow. Like, and that was just something that I so worried about back in the day. So, so I will make sure I link that Instagram post. I wrote so much more about it there. Um, but it's just one example of how it's seasons will come and go. The season when she had trouble with all of that self-regulation and listening and control and losing and with grace, <laughs> it came and it went. And I didn't need to freak out and focus on it. I just needed to trust in her humanity and trust in the tools that I had been blessed with that could mentor her out of those behaviors that weren't working for her and weren't working for us. Okay. 
Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Here's another example. Um, I live on a block here in Southern California that we have so many kids, like so many kids. It's so much fun. We probably have like, I'm going to say like between 20 and 25 toddlers, anywhere from the age of like a year. We, we have a brand new newborn baby on the block right now, but like just so many toddlers, so many kids, so many um, elementary school kids. So it's like the most fun ever because even though my kids are 10 and 13 now, I get to watch the interactions, not from like a judgy, watchy eye. <laughs> I'm sure some of my neighbors are like, oh great, Wendy's watching us. Um, and that's not the way it is at all. I just enjoy being in real life with people. That's why I always loved volunteering in the church nursery so I could actually see what was happening. I could test out the strategies on the little kids and see how well they work, right? And then, of course, I also um, work with my members from across the world who I get to see all day long how well this stuff works. But um, there's a little boy on our block who um, was really struggling with self-regulation and um, I could tell from day one, from the day this little guy started to be out on the block, that he was a super-powered, driven kid, future leader, strong-willed kid, and also very, very kinesthetic. His dad's a great athlete. I could tell he's going to be a great athlete. His little brother is like skateboarding since he was like a a year old, amazing. Like they're just good athletes. And um, and he also would have trouble with self-regulation a lot. Like 
Um, and his, I could tell his parents were really struggling. Now, I invited them a ton to be part of the free programs. I gifted them books. They always were kind of like, oh, they always had a reason why they were too busy, right? And that's very standard. Um, and it's not the route you want to take. Like when you get invited to something, you guys attend, <laughs> just attend, listen to a podcast, attend a free class. Um, but I think a lot of people just are scared that it's like they're going to be told that they're wrong or something's going to happen. So anyways, I don't think they actually ever attended a class or even, I don't even know if they read the book, but long story short, it was difficult. Like over the last few years, there would be other neighbors who might say like, gosh, um, I feel like my kid's getting influenced to do bad things or hit or push or grab toys or hit with a stick or say words that are not okay. And the whole time I'm watching his parents like really struggling. Like how do they like correct this kid? How do they redirect him? And I just always was there offering support and love, but not like, of course, being like, you need to fix your kid. So a few weeks ago, I, cause I've always loved this kid. I walked up to the back of him and he was sitting there on the the back and I just put my arms around him and I kind of like hugged him and he grabbed my arms so tight and it's like a backwards hug if that makes sense and he grabbed my arms so tight and I looked at his mom in the eye and she was like Wendy he's really settling down so he's six now he's almost six and I've known him you know out on the block since he was two and she goes I think we're just coming out of a really hard stage I'm like yes you are mama <laughs> and again, it makes me emotional because this kid, there's nothing wrong with him. He's These power kids are just really intense when they're little. And yes, get yourself the tools. Trust me, you don't want to raise a strong-willed power kid without a full positive parenting toolkit. Just don't do it. Get yourself into a program, get supported. But you could tell this mama, her heart was just like, oh, it was just starting to settle because she realized like, He's not going to grow up to be a maniac. He's just an intense, strong-willed power kid who was in a power surge stage of life learning self-regulation. And now things are getting better. And now he has a little brother <laughs> who seems to be following like right in the same footsteps. But again, it'll be a stage. It'll be a season. And that's what I find so many of the times is once they hit six, they start to settle down a little bit. Now, I will say, when they hit that stage, you do not want to be in a pattern of using fear, force, bribery, and rewards to get them to comply. You want to be using this time to practice your influencing skills using compassion, connection, empathy, firm, kind limits, all the stuff that we teach inside of any of our programs, firm and kind parenting blueprint, the foundations course, the bonfire. Um, you know, you want to be well-practiced in these tools in the heavy seasons and also in the light seasons. Um, but that's just one more example. And then the last one I'll give is, I mean, looking at Taryn, like, oh my goodness, my little guy that's 10 now, so many seasons where I remember thinking, oh my gosh, is he ever gonna poop in the potty? <laughs> like he was scared to death to go poop in the potty. And we could have resorted to bribery. And thank God I had my awesome positive parenting teacher in my head all the time, Susie Walton, which I hope I'm in your head all the time, you guys. I hope you hear Wendy going, you sure you want to do that? <laughs> but, you know, I was so close to bribing him. Like, I'll just go give you candy. I'll get you anything you want at Target on so many instances because I just wanted him to go to preschool and he couldn't go to preschool unless he pooped in the potty. So many funny stories about this. Now that I'm thinking about this, <laughs> so many funny stories. That's another episode around potty training. But guess what, you guys? He he poops in the potty now. 
right? Like the season passed or there was a season where he was lying, right? We've recorded a few podcast episodes on lying and influencing your kids through connection instead of fear and force. You can Google those. I don't know which ones they are, but I'll put them in the show notes page, two episodes. And then also separation anxiety. He went through an awful separation anxiety. It was like, you guys, it was like a year and a half. And guess what? Now we drop him off at the skate park and he's like, bye mom, love you. You know, we drop him off at school. Bye, love you. Like it doesn't last forever, you guys. So I'm going to wrap up this episode, this incredible live being here together with you guys today with this. Trust in the humanity of your child. Trust in yourself to empower yourself and your spouse with a full toolkit of kind, respectful, connection, gentle parenting tools that will teach your kids the life skills that they need to develop. You have to be patient. You have to be persistent. You have to be brave. You have to be courageous. Yes. And I promise you the seasons will come and go. Okay. The snow will go away. The rainstorm will stop. Things will get easier if you do those things. Trust and empower yourself. That is the perfect scenario, okay? So I hope this has encouraged you today. I hope as this new season of spring and summer comes upon us that you are just feeling empowered. You are feeling enlightened. We wanna keep focusing on the light. We wanna keep focusing on the flowers that are blooming, the new baby birds that are being born, the new life in Jesus Christ that we celebrate every single Easter. Like this is where we stay focused and know that when we have difficulties, when tough feelings feelings come, when intense situations happen with our kids, when misbehaviors happen, when mistakes get made, we can make amends. We can repair relationships. We can process emotions in a healthy way without freaking out or hurting people. Like it's all possible as long as you believe it, but you have to believe it. No one's going to make you believe it, you guys. There is no magic pill I can feed you that is going to make you believe this is all possible. You have to be the one that says, I trust Wendy. She's ahead of me by possibly a decade. Or, you know, I've only been studying positive parenting for two years and she's been doing it for 10. Like, look at her kids. Look at her family. Look at her marriage. Like, look to me, you guys. Not because I'm like, whoa, look at me. I just want you to trust that this shit works. (laughs) Right? So just trust, 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 believe in yourself um, and just believe in God's plan for you and your family because it is abundant. It is amazing. All right, you guys, I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Those of you who are on the live today, I will make sure that um, I put everything we talked about in today's show notes and um It's always a pleasure. If you have not yet subscribed to the Fresh Start Family Show, make sure you do that. You can subscribe over on iTunes if you wouldn't mind leaving us a review. We love reviews, you guys. I read every single one of our reviews. Reviews help us get seen in the iTunes world, and the more we are seen, the more families we can serve and encourage and support. The more painful bridge generational cycles we can help break the more family legacies we can help you create all right so leave us a review make sure you subscribe and i love you all bye for links and more information about everything we talked about in today's episode head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 76 for more information go to freshstartfamilyonline.com thanks for listening families have a great day
All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start Family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kids' worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.